Good morning. Thank you for tuning in to the Fundamental Hour. Today, I'd like to take God's Word and help you. Many people in this life struggle with discouragement, with depression. And I want to talk to you today from God's Word and try to help you because maybe you're okay today. Maybe you are a little discouraged. If you're not discouraged today, discouragement's going to come to you at some point. And I want to help you with some truths to help you keep from being depressed or discouraged. In other words, everybody gets discouraged at some point, but there's no reason to stay discouraged. There's no reason to become depressed. The title of this sermon is No Need to Stay Distressed. There are many reasons people get distressed, depressed, discouraged. Relationship problems, financial setbacks, failures in life. Maybe they go to school and they fail. They try to start a business and they fail. Obstacles that seem unmovable. Physical health problems. All of these different problems are reasons many people get distressed in life. And I want to offer you the solution from God's Word of not letting those things keep you down. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 7, it says, But we have this treasure in earthen vessels, that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. We are troubled on every side, yet not distressed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Cast down, but not destroyed. Always bearing about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus, that the life also of Jesus might be made manifest in our body. For we which live are always delivered unto death for Jesus' sake, that the life also of Jesus might be made manifest in our mortal flesh. Paul is talking to us here about the suffering that he and his ministry companions have endured and continue to endure, endure for the sake of Christ. And he says that we are troubled on all sides, but we're not distressed. He says we are perplexed, we're confused, but we're not in despair. We don't know what's going to happen from day to day, but we're not in despair. We're not stressing out over that. He says we're persecuted, but we're not forsaken. He says we're cast down, but we're not destroyed. Paul and others who served with him were facing great opposition, but they were not distressed. They're not feeling overwhelming pressure. They were not discouraged from continuing to serve. It is possible, it is very possible, in life to face the giants of life and to face these big problems and still be of good courage. How many times in the Bible does God tell us to be of good courage? As the Israelites were going to enter into the promised land and face the giants in the land, God said to them, be of good courage. You can face the giants in your life without being depressed and distressed 
and in despair. You can do it. The Bible says in 1 Samuel chapter 28, this is another story about another Bible character, and we're going to see in this story that this person is distressed. And then we're going to show you why Paul and his companions were not distressed and why this Bible character was distressed. So 1 Samuel 28, 15, And Samuel said to Saul, Why hast thou disquieted me to bring me up? And Saul answered, I am sore distressed, for the Philistines make war against me, and God has departed from me, and answereth me no more, neither by prophets nor by dreams. Therefore I have called thee, that thou mayest make known unto me what I shall do. This is talking about King Saul, the leader of Israel. He had gone to the witch of Endor, if you're familiar with this story in the Bible. And she had called up the spirit of Samuel. This is a very interesting story, and I don't have time to get into all that, but so just follow the story. She had called up the spirit of Samuel, and Samuel's talking to Saul. Why have you disquieted me? Why have you brought me up? And he says that he's in distress, and uh, he, he's, he's discouraged. And the answer here, or I should say, why is he sore distress? And the answer is found right here in our text. It says that he is distressed because the Lord is no longer with him. He says, God is departed from me. Verse number 15. God is departed from me. Now, in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, 7, 8, 9, and 10, as Paul was saying, we are troubled on every side, we are perplexed, we are persecuted, but we're not distressed. The reason Paul could say that is because the Lord was with him. God was with him and working with him and through him, and therefore he was able to get the victory over the many challenges that life brought him. But Saul, being disobedient to God, Saul not doing what God had instructed him to do, had fell out of favor with God, and God had departed him. God was no longer with him the way he had been with him, and he had become distressed and discouraged to the point of going and dealing with the witch of Endor, dealing with, with these people who are not of God, who, are, who represent Satan. This is how desperate Saul had become. So Paul and his companions had Jesus. Jesus is the answer. He is the friend we need. He is the source of our strength. He is the anchor that keeps our soul. And He is the answer for your discouragement and your distress in life. He is the answer for not becoming depressed in life. Saul was sore distressed because God had departed from him. He no longer had God's favor. His problem was not the Philistines, the enemy that he faced. That wasn't his big problem. 
But his problem was that God was no longer blessing him. When you face life without God on your side, then certainly it will not end up in a good place. Jesus cares. We are made for God. We are designed to have a relationship with God. And only God can fill the void and longing in a man's soul. And if you try to go through life filling that empty place in you that desires God, every man, it beats in the breast, in the heart of every man to know God. Whether he knows that's what he's searching for or not. Every man in this life is searching for what only God can give him. And when God is not there, we have a void, we have an empty place in our soul that only God can fill. The opposite sex can't fill that void. Fame and money can't fill that void. Success cannot fill that void. The only thing that can fill that void is God. Knowing Him, fellowshipping with Him, serving Him, serving with Him. That's the only thing that can fill that void. And when we don't have that void filled by the presence of God, we end up distressed and discouraged and depressed by the events of life. But when we have God, we have His power. And He can remove any obstacle. And He can give us the strength to bear up under our problems. The Bible tells us in 2 Corinthians chapter 12, in verse 9 and 10, let me make this statement before I read these verses. If God chooses not to remove the trouble in your life, His grace can sustain you. His grace can support you. His grace can be available to help you. And I want to read an example of that from the Scripture. 2 Corinthians chapter 12. It says, And He said unto me, My grace is sufficient for thee. For my strength is made perfect in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Therefore, I take pleasure in infirmities, in reproaches, in necessities, in persecutions, in distresses for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then am I strong. So, this is the Apostle Paul talking here. And he says, look, God said something to me. He said, God told me that His grace is sufficient. That means it's enough. If something suffices, that means it's enough. It's what you need. It meets your need. And Paul was saying, listen, God is saying to me, Paul, if I'm with you, my grace, my power is sufficient. For my strength is made perfect in weakness. He's saying, Paul, when you are weak, then I can manifest my strength. And Paul said, look, because of that truth, I gladly glory. I gladly praise God and thank Him even for my weaknesses or my infirmities. 
Why? Because when I am okay, when I am accepting of the circumstances that God has put into my life, when I understand that God is in control and God is sovereign, God knows all things, and that God could change my situation if He wanted to, and I accept the fact that God knows and God can, and I say, you know what, God, you're all-powerful, you're all-knowing, and I trust you, then God says, yep, and that's when my power can work through you and for you and for my glory. And Paul said, because of this, I praise God for my weaknesses. And I take pleasure in what comes my way, because when I am weak, then am I strong. He's strong because he rests in the power of Christ. When things come to us that would distress us, we don't have to be distressed. We can take pleasure through Christ because He is available to us. and He will be there for us if we do not forsake Him. If we don't be like Saul and forsake Him. But if we're like Paul and we trust in Him and we believe in Him, then He can be our anchor. He can meet our need. He can be that source of strength that keeps us from being overwhelmed with the waves of life. And we can get through, and we can not only make it, but we can do it with joy. And we can do it with great victory. The Bible says in Romans 8, verse 35 and 36, it says, Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress, or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or peril, or sword. As it is written, for thy sake we are killed all the day long, we are counted as sheep for the slaughter. Nay, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. Paul says, look, everything's come our way. We're troubled on every side. Problems have come. Persecution has come. But we are more than conquerors. It's not a problem. Because we don't need to be distressed. Because our God is with us. He's there for us. Our issue in life is not the problems and the trouble that comes our way. But our issue is not having the right relationship with God. Our issue is not what we face. Our issue is who we don't know. Man, have you ever had a situation in life? It was a difficult situation. Something happened to you. And you had a thought. A thought came to you. Hey, my friend knows how to handle this situation. I'll call him. And you called that friend and you told him about your situation. And he came and he helped you and he met your need. Has that ever happened to you? It's happened to me many times. And I thank God for friends who have helped me. But you guess what? We have a friend that the Bible says sticketh closer than a brother. His name is Jesus. We have a friend who can meet any need. We have a friend 
that's greater than all our other friends put together. His name is Jesus Christ. And our issue is not the trouble that comes our way. It's the fact that we don't have the right relationship with God. We're like the person in life who trouble comes to them and they don't have any friends to call on. May that not be the case for you and I. But as we as believers, or I should say we as believers, may we have faith in God to help us, to strengthen us, to sustain us, and may we realize there's no need to be distressed, there's no need to be depressed. God is on our side. I beg of you, get to know Him. Make Jesus your goal. Make Jesus your best friend. How do we do that? How do we make Jesus, our best friend. How do we know that God is with us? Well, it starts by being saved. You have to be a child of God. You have to be in His family. And just because you're watching this video doesn't mean that you're in the family. Just because you go to church doesn't mean you're in the family. Just because you believe in God or have a Bible doesn't mean you're saved. Just because you serve and you call out and you pray, it doesn't mean you're saved. So if you want to know God, first of all, you need to get to know Him by being saved, becoming a child of the King, by being born again. If you do not know how to be born again, I would encourage you to go to our YouTube channel. We have many messages on our YouTube channel that have been preached right here on this broadcast that teach you how to know for sure that if you die, you'll go to heaven. Contact us. We'll tell you the exact messages to look for. Contact us. We'll talk to you personally. If you'd like to talk to one of us, we will talk to you. And we will help you to know how you can be born again, how you can be a child of God. We have literature that we can send you. We could text it to you. We could email you to help you with this. Visit us at Fundamental Baptist Church International in Beauchene, Kamasi. We'll help you. Call us if you're looking for a good church in your area. Maybe we can point you to a church and a pastor in your area that could help you. But we would like to help you with that if you so desire. How do we get to know Him? First, we got to be saved. Number two, we got to continue in His Word. And... As we continue in His Word and we see what God tells us to do in His Bible, we need to conform to what God says. And then, Lord, or I should say then, we can sing to the Lord that we're not distressed. The Lord is on my side. I don't need to be distressed. Let's trust Him and let's have the joy of God in our hearts and not be discouraged and distressed by the things of life. God bless you. Thank you for watching The Fundamental Hour.